Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, The Return of Jesus Christ. And in this week's message, the preacher is continuing through a series in the book of 1 Thessalonians, and he is now highlighting one of the great subjects in this book, which is the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To the Christian, this thought is our hope and our joy. But it is also the reason we should be endeavoring to tell those around us that don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, that time is of the essence. So we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Uh, We have hope. And then he says, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Wouldn't that be great to be part of that group? I mean, if he came today, tomorrow, a month from now, a year from now, or whatever, to be part of that group, that when he comes, man, you, 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 you beat the undertaker, you beat the hole in the ground. I mean, you, you, beat, you beat death for the second time. And to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Look at verse 18. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Folks, these ought to be things that are at the forefront of our mind, not buried in the theological file cabinet somewhere. But these are real truths, and they're practical, and they're living realities, and they help in time of sorrows. Many many of you have lost loved ones, and and there's been great sorrow. uh, Those of you that have had to bury a spouse, um, man, I've watched you do it. I've prayed for you. I've tried to be a comfort and a blessing, but but I understand something. I understand that I don't understand. Okay, let me just be honest about that. Because it hasn't happened to me. It hasn't happened to me. And I don't want it to. I'll tell my wife sometimes, and uh, I'll just say, hey, honey. She'll go, what? Say, do me a favor. She said, what's that? Don't die. You say, that's weird. Well, when you get a little older, you start thinking like that a little bit. And uh, I always told her, I'm, I'm going first, because you, you'll do a lot better without me than I will without you. And she says, well, we're going together in the rapture. Well, I like that idea. I like that idea. But if, but if your heart's been broken, because somebody you love, maybe it was a child, whatever the case may be, the Lord promises you he's coming back. And when he does, you're going to see them again. Isn't that great news? The return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then look at this this last one. If you look at chapter 5. If you look at chapter 5 here. And look at verse 23. He says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. 
And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. The return of the Lord in regard to sanctification. Let me show you something that John spells out for us. And uh, we'll see the practicality of keeping the Lord's return in the forefront of our mind. But go to First John. Go to First John, if you would. And look at chapter 3. And, and John is very specific about this. He's, he's very specific about this. He says in verse 1, he says, Behold, <clears throat> what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And, and by the way, the end of verse 1 isn't a bad definition of sanctification. The world not knowing you. We should live in such a manner that lost people scratch their head and wonder about us sometimes. Does that make sense? Because they didn't know Christ. They couldn't figure him out. And the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot, cannot, cannot tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Uh, in, in some ways, we should be as elusive as the wind in their minds. In other words, we're different. Uh, they said to Jesus one time, whence comest thou? Where are you from? What planet did you come from? You're not like us. That's a, that's a great nutshell definition of sanctification there. And to be like Christ. Look at verse 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. They used to have a bumper sticker. Christians used to put these on their car. I haven't seen them in a long time. But it said, um, be patient with me. God's not done with me yet. He said, it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Wow. We'll be like him, and then we'll see him as he is. Folks, that's heaven enough, but there's more. Now look at verse 3. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Now why is that? Well, folks, if I believe the Lord could return at any time, if I believe the Lord could return at any time, wouldn't I want to be doing right when he does? little girl came back from Sunday school and was talking to her mom. And they were riding home, uh, back home from church. And uh, she, had, she had learned in Sunday school about the Lord's return. And she said, Mommy, could, could Jesus come back this week? And she said, yes, Jesus could come back this week. And then she said, Mommy, could Jesus come back today? And she says, yes, Jesus could come back today. She said, Mommy, could Jesus come back in the next hour? And she said, Sure, honey, Jesus could come back in the next hour. And then she said, Mommy, could Jesus come back right now? And she said, Yes, Jesus could come back right now. So then she said, Mommy, would you comb my hair? See, she wanted to be ready. She wanted to be ready. And you know what? He could come back right now. And if we think about it, folks, and focus on the Lord's return, 
and the importance of it in regard to our salvation and our service and our stability and even our sorrows as well as our sanctification, then what's going to happen is all this other stuff, all this chatter, and never has there been more chatter, is going to fade into the background. And what's going to be real is the Lord. And the fact that he's sovereign and he's king and he's on his throne and nothing takes him by surprise and he's in control. And Christ is coming back soon. We're going to be okay. No matter what. But if we don't, if we don't focus on this great truth, <clears throat> then what happens is all that chatter. Boy, I don't know about you, but it, it, it's on the television. It's on, I didn't even sign up for this, but um, I get all these different email news services. Does anybody else get those? Yeah. Yahoo might as well just have one headline. The president stinks. Because that's all they do. They just, you know, they just nitpick him. I mean, if that guy walked across the Potomac, they'd say, see, he can't swim. I mean, but I mean, the ch isn't the chatter everywhere? And, and, and I know, you know, I know we can't go live in a cave and, and, uh, and all that business, but, but let's keep the Lord's return. Because every one of these chapters, Paul punctuates it and relates it to an important part of the Christian life. Because, folks, it is important. And he is coming back. And he, and he could come today. And he could come now. So comb your hair. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for this great truth. And uh, Lord, help us to be so focused on the truth of Christ's return that everything else becomes secondary. Because truth be known, it should. It should. Lord, we thank you that Jesus is coming back. We thank you that you are sovereign. Nothing takes you by surprise. Nothing will take you by surprise on Tuesday. And that you're running things. Help us to get out there and tell a confused, perplexed world about a sure Savior and a solid foundation and rock. And we pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Return of Jesus Christ, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have been taken through the Bible and shown that at any time, during any day, Jesus Christ could call his saints home to be with him. There is no greater news to the Christian, but to those who aren't Christians, the good news is that there is still time if you are listening right now. So if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.com 
tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.